Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. So a story I have this morning is called The Mitten Tree. Some of you might know it because we have a wonderful mitten tree in front of us that's going to be decorated very soon. So it goes like this. At the end of a long lane in a tiny little house lives Sarah. She lived there alone. Her children had grown up and moved away, but Sarah still remembered the mornings when she walked with them to the blue spruce tree where they waited for the school bus. Now each morning she opened her shutters and watched for new children to arrive. Every chilly morning, Sarah pulled on her warm coat and started down the lane. As she walked past the children on her way to the mailbox, she wished they would smile or wave. But they never did. The children didn't even seem to notice her. Still, she saw them. She couldn't help but smile. Now, one winter morning, after the snow had fallen, all the children were making snow folk and throwing snowballs, all except one little boy with a blue cap, a coat. Even his boots were a dark shade of blue. He stood away from the others with his hands stuck deep in his pockets. When the school bus arrived, he lingered behind and was the last in line. As Sarah watched the tiny little boy climb into the bus, she noticed seeing one thing. He had what? He didn't have any mittens. Can you say that again? He didn't have any mittens. That's right, he did not have any mittens. All that day, Sarah couldn't stop worrying about the little boy with no mittens. Late in the afternoon, as the sky grew dark, late, she dug through her basket of yarn. She had been saving that for years. She found her needles, four shades of blue yarn, and what did she begin to do? She began to... Right, she began to make mittens. She began to knit. Sarah worked late into the night. When the sun began to rise, she hurried to the bus stop and hung mittens on the old spruce tree. From behind the hedge, she watched. The little boy was the first to arrive. He saw the mittens. He reached up and tried them on. They fit, and with a big smile, he made a perfect snowball and threw it high 
into the winter sky. Soon, a little girl in a red coat arrived. Her mittens didn't match. That night, Sarah knitted with red yarn. Some mittens for her. Every day now, Sarah went to the mailbox. She watched for the children without mittens. Then she would hurry home and knit. Early in the morning, she would hang the new mittens on the tree. The children loved this game. Each day, they would search under every branch to find a new pair of mittens. Once or twice, Sarah even thought that the boy with the blue mittens had seen her, but he always looked away. Night after night, Sarah knitted mittens in every color. Even some had stripes, some had hearts on them, even some had little snowflakes all over them. Somehow, even though she had never spoken to the children, Sarah felt that they had become part of her new family. Now, on the last day before winter vacation, Sarah awakened before dawn. She took an empty basket that had once been filled with yarn and filled it to the brim with mittens. Out the door, down the steps, she headed. When she got to the blue spruce tree, she hung the mittens on every branch. Now, for now, I'm actually going to end this part of the story, and we're going to finish it downstairs. So we need to hear a little bit about our special mitten tree. Okay? So let's listen up. In 1995, I was serving on the special events committee here at church, and at a late fall meeting, we were discussing ways that we could get the children into church at Christmas time, because as many of you remember, back in those days, the kids were never in the sanctuary on Sunday mornings. So when we were kicking this idea around, after thinking about it for a while, I said, well, we could have a mitten tree. And the others looked at me and said, a what? And I said, well, mitten tree. Because the other, well, I explained to them, the church I had grown up in, my mother had started the tradition of a mitten tree in the 1970s. On a certain Sunday, right before Christmas, all the children came into the sanctuary, and when the minister asked them to come up front to decorate the Christmas tree, they decorated the tree with scarves and hats and mittens and gloves. These articles of outdoor wear were later given to the local orphanages. Everybody on the special events committee thought that was a great idea. But there were several things that had to be done. Most importantly, we had to get permission to have a mitten tree. Then we had to have a tree. Because here in Boston, the firemen don't want us to have a live tree in the sanctuary because they're afraid that something might happen. And as you know, live trees get dry and the needles drop and get messy. So. We um, 
and we, and we had to announce it to the children. So I talked with Jeff Lord, who was head of the Housing Grounds Committee, and we decided that we would make a mitten tree. Jeff arrived at my apartment the day before the mitten tree ceremony with two large planks of plywood in the back of his truck, and we came to church. We brought the plywood into the foyer. Before, before we laid it out, though, we had to put drop cloths down so we wouldn't get sawdust on the rug. Then we laid the plywood down one sheet at a time, and Jeff cut a big triangle from each sheet. In one triangle, he cut a slit from the bottom up, and in the other triangle, he cut a slit from the top down. Then we moved to the hallway downstairs in front of the parish hall to put the tree together and painted it green. And after the paint had dried, I think we painted on some red ornaments and put some glitter on and sparkles and cup hooks to hold the mittens and gloves and hats and scarves. The mitten tree went over very well, and everyone in the congregation was pleased with the mitten tree celebration. The first couple of years, we had the clothing we collected to the, we gave the clothing we collected to the Home for Little Wanderers. I believe it was 1997 or 1998 that the director of the Religious Education Committee suggested that instead of giving to the children, we give to our own friends that come here every Friday night for supper. Everybody thought that was a great idea. And ever since then, we have given our mittens and hats and gloves and scarves, everything we collect, to the Friday night supper guests. When I helped build the mitten tree, I thought we'd have it for maybe well, one year, maybe two. I had no idea that I was helping to start an annual tradition that is now in its 17th year here at Arlington Street Church. When I told my mother years ago that we were having a mitten tree at Arlington Street Church, she was thrilled. As Reverend Kim told you earlier, my mother passed away Tuesday night. But you know, I know that Loey is watching with a grin on her face as we decorate our mitten tree. Thank you.